Country Radio, I'm Bo. And I'm John Davis. JD! Hey, Bo. Good morning, man. Man, good morning to you, too, sir. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm uh, I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm ex- I got all of maybe three hours of sleep last night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. it's just one of those seasons where my mind is, like, constantly rolling, you know? Mm. You can't rest. You know, your mind just can't rest. And so, uh, I must just be so excited to be here with you. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, man, it, that it, it just took me all night to uh, to finally finally figure it out. Yeah, yeah. There's only one more sleep till Christmas. That's, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right, dude. I'm excited to be with you. Uh, we've got a lot of great things going on here at Country yeah. Square Radio. You know, and of course, we would not be here without our amazing patrons. I want to give a shout out this week to uh, Alvaro Moline. Alvaro Moline. Alvaro, yeah, Moline. Oh, dang it, I was trying to mess it up. Yeah, okay. Uh, Moline, of course, could be uh, Moline. It could be Moline. I bet it's Moline, and you messed it up by saying Moline. Thank you for that. I appreciate that, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Alvaro, uh, as everyone knows, Squire Level, by the way, welcome at That's the Squire wonderful. Level. Yeah, thank um, you so much. Yeah, you know, back when I worked in telecom, we always loved uh, Alvaro because he would come in, and, you know, we would always try to get you like, all right, how many lines do you want? He's like, I want one more line. That's what he, he would always ask for. <laughs> One more. Just stop. All right, sorry. <laughs> Man, thank you so much for supporting the show at the Squire level. And hey, if you want to help make the show happen, head over to patreon.com slash Radio today. All right, man, we got a great topic this week, but before we do that, we got to let them know we are heading to Las Vegas. I know, man. It's so exciting. This uh, coming October uh, 21 through 23. Viva Las Vegas. Oh, it's going to be great, man. I mean, you're just like. You go to Vegas and you think of Frank Sinatra and you think of Brian Levine. Uh, you think of yeah, you think of Elvis and you think of uh, Wayne, Wayne Newton and then you think of uh, you know all these pipe guys, thirty yeah. other pipe podcasters <laughs> and YouTubers and such. Yeah, no, it's gonna I be know. great. It's Man, gonna be awesome. It is gonna be a lot of fun. The former West Coast Pipe Show is now the Las Vegas International Pipe Show. Boom! And uh, and we are so excited. Our dear friend Brian is uh, putting this thing together, and uh, you can find out more about it at VegasPipeShow.com. But we will be there man we're really 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 pumped up wait you and me we're gonna be there we're gonna be there we're gonna be there you are you are too me too yeah on stage performing yeah. live in vegas yeah on on <laughs> wouldn't be my first time <laughs> well you know <laughs> man it's it's exciting i think uh, we're actually slated for that saturday he's gonna um have these great you know basically a venue where you can interact with uh you know folks that are producing original content related to the pipe world and uh we're proud to be you know one of the one of the longtime folks that have have done that for years and years now, and so, uh, man, we're we're tickled. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun. We'll be uh we'll be there on uh on Saturday, just uh, uh yucking it up, man. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. Can't wait to see uh, many of y'all there. Make your plans. All right, we want to see y'all there. This is gonna be October twenty first, the twenty third. Uh, get your tickets, get your rooms. Let's make this happen. Uh, it's going to be a once-in-a-lifetime experience seeing Bo York and John David Cole doing Country Squire Radio live on stage at Las Vegas. From Vegas. What stays mm. in Vegas happens in Vegas, and that's what I just said. What? <laughs> and then it gets recorded and pumped out all over the internet. Now, all right, you know, one of the great things about this podcast is that it offers up a lot, especially in the modern era with uh, some great content, kind yeah. of, uh, uh, you know, the, for the contemplative pipe smoker, you know, Country Squire Radio is, and... But it's not just that. In many respects, we also carry the torch 
of educating the up and coming pipe smoker. That's right. As well as bringing up the newer pipe smoker as well. Right. Like, so it's not just about, you know, uh, wanting to make sure that like, Oh, Hey, you picked up pipe here. Uh, we can, we can guide you along your way. It's also about like, okay, you've been smoking a pipe, maybe about a year, maybe a little bit longer, maybe for much longer, but you've never really had that kind of, you know, more refined understanding. Maybe you've got a lot of questions. That's a good way to put it. Well, and then there's always that, like, you know, when you've been doing something so long, that right. you're too embarrassed to ask a question. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. yep. Like, it's like, it's people, like, a, people think I should kind of know this by now. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like maybe how to pronounce someone's name. But anyway, go ahead. Wait, what, 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 what's that supposed to be? We've been doing this a while. If we know? have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. A. Shop. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. No. But, but, but anyway, we, so we have a resource yes. for this. We have a resource for this, and this is our <laughs> series, our Pipe Smoking 101 series. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited because over the course of several episodes, we've been able to answer a lot of different questions as people have, you know, written into the show and, yeah. and asked different things. And then, you know, one of the great things we also have is the, you know, Pipes Question of the Week, which we have pr- practically every week. Uh, but, but sometimes those questions are so, like, beneficial beyond just, like, a quick answer. Right. It kind of requires a little bit more of a discussion and, sure. and kind of talk about. Yeah. And so I think I think this kind of fits into that. This was a uh, recommendation for a listener. This week, we are going to be ta- answering kind of that pipe smoking 101 question. Uh, is it necessary to have a dedicated pipe? And I think before even ans- answering that question, yeah. let, let's talk about what is a dedicated pipe, John Well, it's a pipe that's really committed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, it, it's a it's a pipe that's it's it doesn't pipe. have a failed motivator. It's, it's all in. It's all in. That, that pipe is all in. Yeah, you know, it, it, it woke up. It put in the put in the hours. Didn't that, skip leg day. Yeah, no, it didn't skip leg day. Right. right. <laughs> it's the pipe. It didn't skip leg day, man. No, it didn't. It didn't. So the the pipe is uh, it, it's it's dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> man, we talk about uh, it, is it necessary? <laughs> is it. is it necessary to have a pipe that didn't skip leg day? Yeah, a, a dedicated pipe. So the concept here is. You know, having a pipe that is, uh, you know, committed to, c- committed, dedicated. I, <laughs> you can't get away from it. No, like, it's, you're it's, stuck too, in it now. it's too emotional now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about a pipe that you commit to one type of tobacco. One right? type of tobacco. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to get there. We're going to get there. We, we, we landed the pipe. Uh, eventually, yeah. It's a, it's a rough landing. Um, yeah, so, you know, these dedicated pipes, right? And we've got, you know, a lot of our listeners are going to, this this is the thing, and I love to we talk about this a lot, right? Like pipe smokers love to like bicker about stuff. No, and lo- <laughs> you know, just I don't know what bit. you're talking about. We don't want we don't like to bicker about anything. We don't like I know no <laughs> bicker no, but you know it, pipe smokers love to you know oh no well you really need to have a pipe for your aromatic tobaccos you really need to have a pipe for your uh, English blends or your Virginias and so. That's what's kind of interesting. You know, you've got this uh, this concept where, no, you're going to well-season a pipe for some of your favorite tobaccos or some of your favorite blends. And, and and you know, it just helps with the, you know, the whole idea of smoking a, kind of the pure flavors of the tobacco, not mixing it over with uh, different types of tobaccos. And so, you know, if you're an aromatic smoker but then want to switch over to an English an English blend, you've got something that's a little more Latakia friendly and blah blah blah. So that that's that's kind of the that's kind of the idea here. Pipes that are seasoned for different types of blends. Okay, so it's interesting, right? Because you just I feel like even in that description, you said a couple of different ways someone might consider dedicating a pipe. Like you've got the like a specific blend, right? Like yeah. for example, it's not a secret I've been enjoying a great deal of Sleepy Hollow lately. Right, sure. Uh, and it's you, been, you have been gifted quite a bit. I have been gifted quite a bit of it, <laughs> and I might need more. <laughs> it's just really right. good stuff. But, you know, one of the things that I've been very cogn- cognizant of is that is a 
you know, a very unique flavor of pipe tobacco. Yeah. And it's it's rough because I want to smoke it over a bunch of different pipes. And I kind of feel bad when I do that because I'm like, well, you know, maybe I need to have my one Sleepy Hollow pipe. But at the same time, I've been smoking so much Sleepy Hollow, it's getting everywhere. Anyway, <laughs> but, but that's one type of tobacco as opposed yeah. to just broadly. It is an aromatic tobacco, but it's very different. Well, I guess is what I'm saying. So like, I, yeah. I don't know, like, is 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 it better to have a dedicated pipe specifically for one blend or one genre, one category, yeah. you know what I mean? And and some people some people go as deep as having a dedicated pipe for one blend. That's kind of the the idea, right? You can drill down on this as as far as you want to, but some folks kind of reserve these pipes for different genres of tobacco, and then some folks are like, "No, this is a this is the pipe I smoke this blend out of." And for instance, I've got a can of Deception Pass. I've been working my way through oh. Seattle Pipe Club. Not one of their best sellers, but it's you know good seller and. Virginia Perique, and it only smokes great for me out of this giant clawfoot meerschaum that I've got. And so, huh. and, and and what's interesting is that, you know, when you think about dedicating a meerschaum pipe, that's kind of not even, you know, meerschaum's not supposed to really ghost or anything or right. season. And so that, that doesn't even really make sense at all. But like something about that tobacco just smokes perfectly out of that pipe. And so really that's the only pipe I ever smoked that out of, wow. you know, yeah. no, no, but to kind of pull back a little bit, you've got folks that no, they, you know, they smoke this tobacco so much or they, they really enjoy it at certain occasions and they don't want to adulterate the, the flavors. And so they only smoke it out of pipes that have, uh, you know, are seasoned with that particular leaf for that particular tobacco. And so that's the idea, you know, and, and is it, is it necessary to do that? Is it necessary to, you know, kind of have these pigeonholed pipes that uh, you've kind of said, no, this is, we, we've marked, we've set this one aside for, for this. Is so, dedication more important than adulticating, adulterating, I think it, is what you said. <laughs> so um, with the knowledge your wife is listening, uh, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> dedication all the way. Can I say dedication a few more times yeah. to, get, to get it on the record? Yeah. Um, no, it, you know, th so th th this is the thing. We've got a lot of a lot of our listeners are like me and that they're going to bounce around with different types of tobacco. Right. Right. And so, you know, I, I'm it's no secret. I'm a Virginia guy and a Virginia Perique guy. But like, you know, there's a time for an aromatic tobacco and there's a time for the occasional English blend. And there's, you know, this and that, you know, a lot of our listeners, though, are are actually not like that, too. You right. Know, we've got listeners that all they smoke are aromatics. All they smoke are English blends. All they smoke are Virginias or, or maybe a Perique or, or a Burley blend or something like that. Well, they found what they like and that's what they want to get. And go they to. stick to yeah. it. And, you know, creatures of habit, we all do that. I, there's restaurants I go to. I go to the same restaurant and I get the same thing because I know it's good and I don't want to mess it Absolutely, up. Right. Yeah. So, and we've got folks that are just never going to smoke an aromatic tobacco. They're just not, you know, I've, we've got folks that are never going to smoke a blend that has a flake of Latakia in it, you know, they're just, they're just not going to do it. And and so that's it's sad to me, but I mean, like, I know that's true. Yeah. I just think it's good to like expand your palate from time to time, you know, variety spice of life, you know, I hate olives. I hate olives. Okay. I hate black olives. I hate green olives every single year man, growing you have to up. bring like color into it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I hate, man, man, I hate, I hate them so much. And the thing is every single Christmas, my mom would bust out these black olives 
as kind of like a as like one of like these special orders that she would make uh, right. for Christmas. And I love like like the spread that she makes is incredible. Really, really good food. Like this nice kind of oyster roux is fantastic. But these black olives, man, I hated black olives. But every single Christmas, because my mom sat them out, I would have them because I wanted to see if my taste buds had changed. Had changed like a yearly checkup. Yeah, kind of like a yearly litmus test. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they didn't change. <laughs> but but, that, <laughs> but the thing is, I still would go and I would still have those black olives. Well, that's good. You know, you know, not just to like because it's Christmas and I'm want to put out everything mom put out and all that yeah, kind of sure. good stuff but also because i wanted to you see you gotta even if you're an aromatic smoker you gotta bust out some english from time to time even if you're like locked in english right. and you're like looking down from your english you know high seat <laughs> like glaring down at us aromatic peasants like you know you gotta, you gotta roll with the rabble from time to time you gotta like you gotta try right. roll your sleeves up get down up <laughs> get down here with us peasants exactly you know, I, I think there is something to be said for that. So, you know, so that's the idea. The concept is, you know, do we dedicate these pipes for these different types of blends? And, um, and, and the, the, you know, is it necessary? The, it's going to vary per, per person. So, you know, for me, it, it's funny. I, when I started smoking a pipe, you know, I had a tobacco and then I got into various blends where, you know, this is, you know, I kind of, my palate's a little broader, right? This has been years and years ago now. I wound up having like two different types of pipes, like an aromatic pipe and a non-aromatic pipe. And that was okay. really helpful for yeah. me. So I just had like a pipe for things that were, you know, heavily flavored and then a pipe for things that were not, you know. And so, and typically those at that point, you know, the tobaccos that were non-aromatic that I was smoking tend to be more English blends. So uh, Latakia, you know, some type of orientals and, and Latakia, something like that. Yeah. And so I kind of had these two pipes that were in those veins because I did notice like, you know, if I ever smoked, for instance, an English blend out of a pipe and then I turned around and put, you know, one of my favorite aromatic tobaccos in there, like you do get this little, this little meaty, charry flavor mm -hmm. that kind of comes in. It's a little, you know, I don't, I don't know Exactly. You know, that, that peaty taste that comes with some of those uh, Latakia leaves that have been fired, like you just, you know, that's, it's distinctive and it's like, it sounds delicious. Here, it does, but here I am trying to smoke a, you know, I don't know, raspberry flavored tobacco or a vanilla flavored tobacco. And it's like, where did that barbecue come from? Right. You know? And so you do kind of get that sense where if I smoked an aromatic bowl right after an English bowl, I would kind of, I would almost have to like smoke a bowl to like, reset it or like clean it out you know yeah i was gonna ask you about yeah. that like, like almost like you have to okay well let me let me it's almost like the next one you run through is gonna be a little off but then after that it's kind of kind of good you know it's like using a keurig for tea right like you, yeah you probably need to run it like a, a time or two who would do that you should do it for breakfast this <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the, the next yeah. time you run the water through there like it's gonna you know have a little little bit of that coffee ground yeah uh, that light light brown kind of yeah, yeah yeah but yeah. then the next time it's it's fairly fairly clean right but okay so but isn't it true that there are some pipe tobaccos that almost like fish it doesn't matter how many times you try to smoke something else in it. You're always going to get that fish. Like, you know, you know, we, we talk about the cast iron nature of a pipe. Right? Yeah. Right. And I mean, we like use that analogy a lot. Yeah. And it makes sense. I mean, if you if you like at, at the house, we've got a cast iron that we use for fish. We got a cast iron we use for steak. It doesn't matter how much you scrub that cast iron that's like dedicated for fish. You hold it up. I don't <laughs> even they, they're the exact same size. They look the exact same. <laughs> I don't even have to look at like I just smell it. And I know immediately which one is the fish one. Oh, that's the fish one. That's the fish one. Right. And so, like you know, there <laughs> there are some pipe tobaccos. Are there not 
that do have just that major, not fishy flavor, but that just that lasting impact. Mm, Fish flavored tobacco. Yeah, Yeah, no, you're right. And um, of course, you know, for some of us, those, those, you know, leaves can be something like a Latakia or, uh, you know, an aromatic that just is off-putting or something that we don't care for. You know, there, there's also other ingredients too. Some people really don't like the taste of some Orientals. Perique is very polarizing. Yeah. You know, if you've listened long enough, you know that I'm not a fan of Lakeland style blends. Mm. And that that soapy, kind of sickly butter taste in a in a Lakeland blend. I just soapy, sickly butter. Yeah. Wow. I, I just I, I'm I'm just a I'm just offended by it. <laughs> this is why Lake. This is why Lakeland fans don't listen to us. Yeah, no, that's right. That's, that's right. That's how I, I think they tuned out years ago. But uh, yeah, we've got a few. We got a few. Lakeland we got a few listeners. of them. We got a few of them. Yeah, you know, I think I think it can be helpful. So to to think about you know kind of separating these, but you can take it to whatever extreme you want to. Like you know, for some people they don't care. Just a pipe is a pipe. Throw it all in there and see what happens. For for some people they like to do this whole th- deal where they've got you know, the aromatic pipe and they've got the non-aromatic pipe. And so, you know, this non-aromatic pipe is going to catch a lot of things. It's going to catch a Virginia blend. It'll catch an English style blend. It might catch your favorite Burley blend. So that is one kind of delineation that you can have. Another, of course, is to have various pipes for all these different things. Man, this is what I smoke Perique out of. This is what I smoke Burley out of. For me, that's a little extreme because I have so many pipes Imagine that I have so many pipes and it's like, you know, I I go through those pipes. I'm smoking all these different pipes rotating through. I might not get to another pipe for another several months before I smoke it again. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's in the rotation. It's in the rotation and it's like, man, I've got so many and it's like, oh, I forgot I have that pipe. (laughs) And so it's like, well, how do you, how do you even keep up with like, well, is that my burly pipe? Or is that my Virginia pie? You know, like, I don't know. I, I just know that, like, I, I probably smoke more aromatics out of this pipe or not. And sometimes you can even tell by the cake. And so, you know, let's just kind of keep it simple. So I, so I try to, I, you know, I went through a season where I'm like, no, this is only for English blends, only for Virginias. But for me, it seems like, no, I just kind of generally have aromatic pipes and non-aromatic pipes. And that seems to work out pretty good. So I think that's the thing is that the those carryover flavors can really affect the taste of the bowl. And if you don't do that, then you do kind of have that situation where you've got to run that one bowl through there to kind of, kind of clean it out. Like we talked about, or at least to reset it to whatever you're smoking. And that's not bad. Some people don't really mind that at all. And some people don't mind the flavors mixing and all that. Uh, For me, who, you know, doesn't really want, you know, Latakia with my, you know, cherry, then, you know, that can kind of, you know, be something I want to focus on. So anyway. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. So what I'm getting from you is that it's good to have, I mean, if if you're going to dedicate, first of all, is it necessary? Not necessarily. Yeah. However, it is beneficial. Yeah. And if you want to lean in, having that one aromatic pipe and that one English pipe is a good way to start. As you kind of go along, there may be more benefits to you know, if you do find a, a specific kind of flavor, it depends on, I guess the thing is, it really depends on you as a pipe smoker. It does. And, and also you might have pipes that you just aren't that concerned about, you know? How like, dare you? Well, and I mean that, <laughs> I mean that in a loving way. No, I know, I know like those yeah, poor yeah. pipes have their heads hung now on my pipe rack. I, I, I do mean that in a, like, this is a pipe that like is very versatile for me. And I'm more concerned about smoking that pipe than I am what I'm going to put in it. Yeah. I'm not as concerned about the tobacco 
that I'm about to smoke as I am, I want to smoke that pipe. Right. And this is the tobacco I have available. And I'm going to smoke that pipe, doggone yeah, it. Because that's that's the feel. So, all right, this is where I find myself right now. Yeah. And that's that's true of, like, most of my pipes. Because I, I come into, like, when, I, when, I'm, when I'm ready to smoke a pipe, the first thing I'm actually thinking about is not the tobacco. It's, like... It's the pipe. It's the pipe. Sometimes that's the case for me, too. So, there's an interesting situation. Right. The other day, I had... Uh, this is, I guess, uh, several weeks back. I did kind of a, you know, a little YouTube video. I occasionally hop on our YouTube channel. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, I give, I give no fanfare, no promotion on social media. I just <laughs> go live, and then if anybody can catches it they're able to catch there it there it is and, uh we got a handful of uh guys that were able to jump on and it was it was real nice it was real nice and in my head i shared this with them at the time i had i had this vision for that day where i wanted to i, I was sitting by like the in the vision right i was sitting by the pool and i was smoking this this beautiful huge nording pipe like this church warden right right and i was going to be smoking some frog on a log right yeah and i like this is the way that i had it in my head and this is what was going to happen and it was going to have a, a strong Latakia uh, seasoning to it because that pipe was, you know, once owned by Briar. So it's yeah. like, like it, it's still, it's still everything that smokes is just like, you know, huge, huge lat. But as I was sitting out there or as I was getting ready, I looked and I was like, you know what? I'm about to see John David. And so I reached for a pipe that you gave me because I was like, I'm kind of feeling this pipe instead. Yeah, sure. And then when I went for the pipe tobacco, I happened to find a bag. A mystery bag, John David. A mystery bag. A mystery bag. That's like, terrifying. I, so this is what everybody said on YouTube too. Like they were like they were like, oh okay, <laughs> living dangerous. What the heck is that? Well, and so this is the thing because what ends up happening is typically when I travel, I put pipe tobacco in like sandwich bags. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'll, sure. I'll get like a bunch I, okay, of it. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. And you think to yourself, oh, I won't forget what this is. Exactly. Right. Well, I did. Yeah. And, and so, <laughs> but I was like, you know what? This is exactly what I'm going to do. And this will be an adventure. And I was going to be like, do it kind of like totally surprised, kind of guessing what it could be. But the reality is before I hit play or before I went, you know, go live on YouTube, yeah. I opened up the bag and I was like, well, obviously it's Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, you smell it instantly and everything else. It just, you're right. But that's right the thing. There. Sleepy Hollow is going through all of my pipes right now. And so I'm wondering if I'm at a stage, I've got this beautiful pipe rack. Yeah. And yeah. I've got these, like, it was a gift from a listener and I'm, I'm blanking on, on your name right now, but I just want to let you know that that pipe rack you sent me is in a extreme place of prominence in my office. And it currently hosts like all, I want to say it's either seven or eight of like my most favorite pipes. Most prized, yeah. Most prized pipes. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, you talk about pipes you don't care about. I care about them. They're still in the cellar and they don't get used much, but <laughs> they, they have a special place. These right here, though, this is like my favorite kids, right? Like, yeah. this is... Yeah. These are the ones I'm, I'm, you know, this is the Von Trapp kids I pull out, not the Von, Von Trapp kids that never, never made <laughs> have it down. to stay in the basement. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so these are all out here and admittedly I've been going through all of this different Sleepy Hollow with all of it, but I've started to really think like maybe I do need to start dedicating some of these pipes so that it's like, yeah. okay, look, if I am smoking Sleepy Hollow or another aromatic, it's this, you know, this yeah. group. And if I'm, I'm doing something and I don't. You know, it's mostly aromatics for me, but I mean, like if I'm, if I'm yeah, doing sure. something that's got a little bit more of an English bent. I, I, and I think that's like our listeners that are, you know, just non-aromatic smokers are probably having a little trouble like with this episode right now because they're <laughs> like, like, why, what? <laughs> because they don't have to worry about this a lot. You know, maybe if they smoke a heavy English blend and sure. then turn around and put like a, you know, more of a clean, you know, a bright leaf in there or you know, some type of burly that just has a real nutty flavor, maybe, maybe in that case, but a lot of, a lot of folks that smoke, uh, you know, just non-aromatic tobaccos are like, well, 
you know, I just smoked my pipe and it's whichever one. And then a lot of those pipes, you just, yeah, maybe I can tell I smoked an English blend out of it last time, but you know, it's not that big of a deal because I like that blend too, you know? And uh, if I really want to get a pure, pure flavor of this tobacco, yeah, I'll pop it in a meerschaum, you know, put it in a corn cob or something like that. Put it in a clay. So I I think a lot of our non-aromatic smokers are probably, you know, being like, well, I just, you know, I, I, all pretty much all these really nice pipes I've got are for the tobaccos I smoke the most. And maybe they just have one or two pipes that they smoke aromatic tobaccos out of, right. you know, maybe they've got those couple little pipes that they're, you know, not as, uh, not as drawn to, but when they do smoke of aromatic tobacco, if they ever have that hankering, then that's the one they pull for, you know? And so, um, or that special, special meerschaum or special, uh, Missouri meerschaum. So, so anyway, I think, uh, you know, it, it's, it can be helpful for folks. For me, it's been helpful to at least delineate into kind of two camps as someone that is going to bounce back and forth yeah. and really enjoy the occasional sweet treat, but your mileage may vary. Yeah. yeah. I, I got to ask you, cause in your mind, do you think that, you know, with kind of the, our, our approach here with it being more of a one-on-one episode uh, and, and you also having the perspective of seeing a lot of, you know, brand new pipe smokers. Yeah. Do people mostly start off in aromatic and find their way to English or do new pipe smokers tend to gravitate towards English? Cause I got to imagine it's aromatic. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. And, and that might be different in different parts of the world, but you know, certainly, you know, deep South United States, we, we tend to see more of those people kind of jump off on the, you know, Oh, I remember those sweet cherry blends that I smelled as a kid or something like that. And so that's, that's where people kind of get started. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, we see folks get kind of bored with that and maybe uh, go dabble with, uh, you know, some things kind of in the, on the other side of the spectrum. But a lot of times they stay there, you know, they just like yeah. those kind of sweet flavors. They make the room smell great. They're all day, uh, you know, good tobaccos that you can smoke real versatile at any time. And so, yeah, it just kind of depends on, you know, what your preference is. But if you do start branching out, uh, into other more, you know, nuanced blends that have these different leaves in them that are a little more potent or a little more pungent, you may find it helpful to start, you know, kind of segregating your pipes into these different categories. And, and if so, uh, let us know kind of, you know, how that works for you. I think that's where I find myself. I think that's where I'm going to be uh, doing very, very, very soon here. You know, the great thing is, is that regardless of, of what pipe tobaccos you're wanting to kind of experiment with and kind of you know, uh, try some different varietals. I believe you said, if you were an, an adulterator, uh, <laughs> which, which we hope you're not, which we hope we're not, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> this is terrible. but for all the adulterators out there, there's Missouri Meerschaum. That's Wait, right. sorry, Phil. No, <laughs> no, but the reality is if you want to try a bunch of different pipe tobaccos and you want to make sure that you're getting like that, that quality smoke every single time and you're yeah. able to kind of get those flavors without uh, experiencing kind of the, the challenge of ghosting and a corn cob is the way to go. And you can't find better corn cobs than uh, at our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. Man, of course they make the best. They, they've got this new line that we're really excited to talk about and have been excited to promote with them. It's their back to their roots line. And it's just a really lovely line. It's got these very interesting shapes with this emerald colored stem and, and, and the shape of the stem is very elegant. It's just really nice from Missouri Meerschaum. They says, we want to honor our rich tradition of offering a great pipe at a reasonable price. Uh, one that is affordable, but appealing. Uh, Missouri Meerschaum wanted to come out with a collection that honored the pipes that made us famous such as the legend. And so Ooh, they've kind of yeah. taken some of these pipes, but put a little spin on them. And uh, they're really, really beautiful. Four different styles that they've got. 
each style, you know, has a kind of similar colored stem and uh, it's got a really beautiful uh, nickel ferrule on the end of the shank there. Love those, man. Today, we're going to talk about the Maddox pipe. Uh, the new uh, Back to Our Roots line uh, features the Maddox as one of the shapes. It's a pear-shaped bowl and just a really, really cool kind of interesting almost a uh, um, clay pot looking design but it's got a dark stain the option of a filter and uh, just that real rich green Danish uh, bit that's just very beautiful so anyway check them out uh, you know they're very lovely great additions to uh, your collection for an affordable piece and of course the quality is going to be there uh, as is always with Missouri Mearsham. Yeah, and special thanks to our good friends at Missouri Mission for sponsoring this show. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week. All right, man, we got a good pipe question of the week coming in from Charles Gard, who's who's a who's a pirate. Because he's got a double A and an R. <laughs> Sorry, Varge. All right, man. Pipe question of the week coming in from Charles Guard. Vowen nine millimeter filters are blue on one end. Does it matter which way you put them into your pipe? Are they directional? I have not been able to find any info anywhere. I have found no difference either way. Keep up the great work. All right, so. What's he talking about here? Valen 955 yeah. filters. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, filtered pipes, we've got six millimeter filters and nine millimeter filters. These uh, are the balsa inserts? Well, so balsas are, uh, they balsas inserts, uh, of course, typically reserved for Savinelli's, but they're, yeah. uh, they come in a six millimeter version and a nine millimeter version. Nine millimeter, more common on the European market, although we're starting to see more and more of those on the U.S. market. I, it, it's interesting. As we get more and more pipes in, more variety, every so often I pull open a pipe and I'm like, yep, they're putting more nine millimeter filters in these pipes for, for the U.S. market. So I think we're going to see more of that. What he's re referencing here, of course, there's different types of filters. You have a balsa filter, you have a cotton or paper filter you know, with Brigham, you've got the little rock maple filters that go in there that are kind of their own proprietary deal. But there's several companies, uh, Chacomb, Vowen, uh, there's many more that make these cast Castlefords and other, they make these charcoal filters. And so it's a little tube. It's got activated charcoal in the tube. And what activated charcoal does is it's a uh, tube is white, right? It's a little white tube. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yeah a little white tube. Yeah. It's got holes on both ends. So it kind of you know, just uh, is you could see the air is you know able to pass through this little tube, but the activated charcoal is very porous and it has the you know ability to absorb a lot of things because the charcoal is incredibly you know it has all these little facets on the sides of the charcoal because it's uh, how it's been treated and so it works as a great filter. You know, they use activated charcoal to filter water. You know, a lot of air purifiers have charcoal filters in them. You know, it's a really good technology, and they've been using it in pipe filters for decades. And we're just starting to see more and more of that kind of come through. Vowen has on theirs, and some other brands do this as well. But one of the ends is blue. And, you know, I've never noticed a difference either. I, I will say, whenever you open the pipe when it's brand new, 
So if I ever open a pipe that's got a filter in it from the factory, okay, the white end is the end that's always sticking out of the stem. So the white end is, is pointing towards you, not it, the bowl. No, it's pointing towards the bowl. Toward, pointed to, okay, gotcha. To, towards the bowl. The blue, so, the what? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Blue pointing towards you or blue to pointing towards the bowl? Okay. Yeah, th- th- this is a good good to qualify. So yeah. so whenever I open a pipe that's got a got one of these filters in it, the from the factory. So I just opened that up for the first time. Right. The the white part is always pointing towards the bowl. So does it make a difference? I don't know if it makes a difference. I've never experienced that, but I always because of that leave it that way. Okay. You know. Yeah. So I, I've always just kind of by default left the. But I really don't think it makes a difference, but it's one of those things where, like, eh, it doesn't make a difference, but I'm going to do it this way. But if know? it does, blue towards you and it rhymes. Oh, blue towards you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You my filter blue. Uh, that's great. You know, it's funny. A lot of folks do not like filters, but what have... I don't use them. Yeah. Well, it, it's interesting, though. The one that tends to convert people is the is the nine millimeter charcoal filter. That that is the filter that tends to say, you know, the you might be the biggest anti-filter guy, sure, but the the one that has the best chance of turning you is that nine millimeter charcoal filter. How reusable is it? Um, you know, with me, I mean, I'm, you know, I, again, I don't smoke a lot of pipes that have this technology in it, but I, you know, when I do, I'll, you know, say, you know, four to six bowls, something okay. like that, because uh, it's before the you swap it out. It's the swapping out that I, that's why I just forget. Is really yeah, what it sure. comes down to. Sure. And you have to be, you know, careful with that because if you take your pipe apart while it's hot right. to change it, you're, you know, messing the with the integrity of the stem, you know, mortise uh, connection there. And so, you know, something to something to be mindful of when you're working with filtered pipes. But um but anyway, try them out, see see what you think. But yeah, for Charles, uh, Charles's question, I don't think you're you have to worry about smoking it either direction. But if you're like me and you always see it coming from the factory with the white part poking out, then Blue towards you. There you go. Blue towards you. <laughs> if 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 it if you care, then uh, otherwise you're good. Right. Uh, Charles, man, great question. Hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week for us, send it into the show. That is show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire question. All right, man. Quick fire questions from Pastor Joda, the Jedi Master of the Country Squire Radio <laughs> Show. Uh, he has got for us the media edition. Okay. Ooh, this is good. This is going to be good. This yeah. is appropriate for kind of a, a podcast here. Uh, cassette or vinyl? Vinyl. Is the cassette the vinyl of Gen Z, though? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't know. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just, it's just more of like a, I'm, I'm positating. Positorting? I'm asking. Positing? I'm thinking about it. That sounds painful. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know because I, I, and again, I'm not an audiophile. I'm not one of the, you know, sure, people sure. know I'm not a media guy. I, I read books and smoke pipes, but like, you know, but, you know, for, for folks, it seems like that get into serious audio, like the vinyl has that rustic feel where you're kind of interacting more with the actual media itself, yeah. like not just the, content but the actual crackle and the if the you know vinyl's in good shape and all that i I don't know it just seems to me like you're not going to really experience that as much on a cassette yeah so again i'm not a music guy i mean i you know have my preferences but you know not one of these guys that really you know just love you know that kind of thing and so but uh, yeah i would think i think vinyl would be king 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I I love vinyl. I think uh, I, we we are. You don't see vinyl hipsters class. that are like in their twenties, like going around buying cassette with players. a Walkman. Well, there are are is Gen Z considered hipster? Like that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm thinking more yeah, about like know. the the. I guess they Gen like, Z yeah, is hipster. Are now. young kids buying like cassette recorders? I don't know. My kids aren't old enough to. But be I know in they're buying. Space. But I know they're buying record players. Yeah, you know we're buying record players, and I think we still consider ourselves young. Uh, that's what I'm saying. All right, vinyl or CD? <laughs> vinyl. Same. I the don't own a CD player. A scratched vinyl is still enjoyable to some extent. A CD player, like you remember how you'd like put peanut butter on the back of yeah. it, and, like you'd wipe it off on your shirt, <laughs> toothpaste or something. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> let's just be honest. Like compact disc was was huge until it wasn't, and yeah. it like it remember like those uh, cars would have like eight disc like cartridges no they had the uh the changers in yeah the trunk. and yeah. you would like like put it in and like like slam that whole thing into the thing it would yeah. switch out your cds for you and oh we else. were so proud of our collections and stuff oh too. yeah I, my truck has a cd player in it and i don't i don't know how to use it yeah no it's it's uh <laughs> <laughs> it was a tragedy uh cd or digital song so he's, he's bringing us up through uh through some different media here okay okay i hmm well, CD is a digital song. It, like, it is like a that digital needs to song. be addressed. Yeah. Okay, but but if we're starting to get to the point where we're talking about like albums, like now that that's something I'll like. It's so convenient to right. listen to albums, but man, I don't know. I think what he's referring to here, and I could be wrong, is that like, is it a CD or like listening to the song on like an MP3 player, an yeah. iPod back in the I, day? I guess that's a digital I'm song. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. easy. I can get it on whatever I've got, you know, around me at the time. Yeah, I'll go with that. Man, you, you take yourself back mentally to like when the iPod came out. Remember that uh, the the U2? <laughs> hello, hello. Oh, you know, those commercials. Gosh, man. Hello. Oh, you know. <laughs> I, I, I remember those commercials. I wanted one so bad. Napster, LimeWire, all these like downloading apps that are, you know, programs that you get on your computer and you'd be like, I'm going to go download all this quote unquote free music. Right. And then you're like, oh, wait, this is stealing. And then. You know, they would wind up shutting down the platform and all this kind of stuff. It's crazy. The weird thing was we did it and then it was like, oh, wait, this is stealing. But then you like look around and it's like everyone else is doing nobody it. Nobody seems to care that this is stealing, <laughs> which was just like wild. But anyway, it was wild. Uh, digital streaming, uh, digital or streaming. Talking about Spotify, Pandora or Apple Music. So basically uh, listening to like MP3s that you downloaded, bought or just streaming. Yeah, I'm a streaming guy. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's so easy to get Spotify and then you wind up just listening to whatever you want. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to go with that. Yeah, the YouTube YouTube Red music is is actually pretty good, too, on its kind of recommendation playlist and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, podcast or radio. I mean, come on, man. Podcast? Well, like, what do you think? You get to listen to people, idiots like us. Exactly. <laughs> on demand. Yeah, exactly. On de- <laughs> that, That's the thing. It's on demand. I'm not opposed to radio. I think there is something that, like, there's a romantic nature to radio that I think is, like, really awesome. And I, even as a kid, I remember wanting to to work in radio. But the fact of the matter is, like, it's such a niche market. Yeah. Like it's just, it doesn't make sense in the modern era. I mean, like it, it does facilitate a purpose. I'm not trying to totally yeah, it's, radio. It has a purpose. And honestly, sure. you know, you, you and I, uh, I, I, just talking the other day about, uh, my brand new Bowmobile, the Bowmobile, yeah, the, the, which is incredible. It's really incredible. It's, and it's brand new, which, uh, is, is pretty cool. Right. And with the brand new Bowmobile, <laughs> it came with a serious satellite radio. Yeah. And like for like two or three years or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay. 
That's still a thing. That's still like I, I was. I, I mean, I knew it was because I always see on like yeah, the data sure. reports that streaming, specifically Sirius XM, yeah, continues to be a, a huge contender in like the listening, like mm-hmm. uh, the share of ear studies and everything like that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, like why? And then then it becomes clear. It's like, oh, y'all are just giving it away on people's cars. Like that's <laughs> and that's how they come in. And admittedly, listening to it, I'm like. Well, this is nice. This is like, you know, yeah. you turn on the radio, you don't have to think about it and everything else. I mean, that, like, I don't always listen to it because a lot of times I do want to listen to a podcast or something that I'm listening to. Sure, yeah. But there is something kind of like nice about the brainless nature of just turning it on. You know the station's there. And it's in the background. And it's in the background. For me, yeah. it's typically like jazz or blues. And the content's going to be a variety. Exactly. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. interesting. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, that is uh, our media edition from Pastor Joda. Thank you so much for those. Hey, if you got some quick fire questions, send them into the show. That is show at countrysquireradio.com. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, man, listener feedback this week. We got some listener feedback in from John Coatney. John writes in, he says, I wanted to encourage you guys regarding the several new series you've recently started, especially the Father to Father series. As a father of four young boys, ages seven, six, four, and two, I thought that in the most recent episode, you guys provided an edifying, thought-provoking, and most appreciated vulnerable conversation that went beyond anything that I've heard on CSR to date. And Mm. given that you guys have provided a consistently high-quality product, that is saying something. I'm really looking forward to future father-to-father episodes. God bless you guys. Keep up the great work. Peace. And that is from John. So, John, thank you so much for that feedback, brother. Yeah, really kind, man. That's the kind of the point. You know, we've obviously, you know, had mixed reviews on some of our new series that we've got, but the the point has been to just, you know, get to know each other, be kind of open about what we're going through. And and for a lot of folks, it's really spoken to them. And so we're, um, you know, we're glad that we've been able to uh, walk with you a little bit. And thanks for, thanks for walking with us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. John, thank you so much for that. Well, hey, man, you know, one of the great things is, you know, like the series like Father to Father or from the library or, or kind of these new series, they're really, you know, I think I think we've we've done a good job kind of setting up the idea that this they're kind of helping to fuel and to kind of uh, like carry along the other like more dedicated pipe content, you yeah. know, like to in order to yeah. make sure that we can get pipe smoking one ones just like today, like those shows are very much, you know, kind of uh, helping to, to, to put coal in the train, so to speak. Metaphorically and in reality, <laughs> put 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 coal on the on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuel fuel the fire. Like yeah. it's it's a part. Of, it's a, you know it's a combination of uh, things. And I don't know. Maybe in some ways, I wonder if maybe we should have done it sooner. And uh, in other ways, I'm I'm glad that uh, yeah. Anyway, it is what it is. But but point is, we really appreciate the the positive feedback. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, we appreciate and, the negative feedback too. No, we do. We, we, we do. We yeah. should, we sincerely do. We no. really do. And yeah. we, you know, we try to we try to read read that as well. So we we try to inc- incorporate that as well. Well, man, pipe smoking one hundred and one. Talking about dedicated pipes. I yeah. think this is uh, hopefully helpful information, especially for newer and kind of you know uh, people who are starting to find their their flavor profiles and and really trying to uh, get ready for you know, the next stage of their pipe journey. Yeah. No, I, I, it, it's good to, good to discuss, uh, you know, and, um, uh, what pipe is not dedicated. They're all dedicated. They're all dedicated. Yeah, they're None de- of them skip leg day. They're dedicated to you. They don't, they don't adulterate on you. They, they don't. Yeah. So don't adulterate on them. De- don't, don't, don't cheat on your pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> you define that how you want. <laughs> Let's go have a day. See your brother.
special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.